Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Pro Series Podcast. This is episode 53 with Alex from Alex's DIY and Home Renovations. He is a creator on social media. I get to talk to him how he quit his job to be a full-time creator on social media. We kind of go over the difference between creator and influencer. Again, I know we've done that before, but we get his intake on it and we also get why he started this. So if you're interested in home renovations and maybe don't know what to do in a home renovation, definitely look them up, listen to this episode. But before we enter this episode, please make sure you rate, subscribe, and review the Pro Series podcast on wherever you listen to podcasts. And now I hope you enjoy episode 53 with Alex. Thank you, Alex, so much for joining me on the Pro Series podcast today. I'm excited to talk to you. Yeah, Eric, thank you for having me. Uh, It's an honor. Yeah. I mean, is this your first podcast? So I actually, I hosted a podcast for 11 episodes. I just stopped like two months ago. It's the Real Life Renovation Podcast. Okay. Um, I might start it off a second season, but it's a lot of work. So yeah. I, I commend it. I commend it. You've just been killing it. So I think you're what, over 40 episodes deep at this point? Yeah. Yeah. I think 43 comes out this week. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's it is a lot of work. Um, if you have someone to help you out, it's always better, but I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I, man, it's a grind, but, uh, definitely, you know, providing a ton of value. So that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah, Just teaching people. And then that's Andrea, um, reached out to me a while ago, um, with your contact. And I just thought I looked over your social medias and it was, you do, you're doing something different than a lot of the people that I've had on here. You're kind of making it like a DIY for dummies type of thing on your social media. Um, tell me about that and how it kind of came about. And I know you off camera, you're telling me about you were an engineer before and you kind of left and just started this full time. So start from the beginning on how you all started into this. Yeah. So, um, I you know, went to University of Maryland, got my civil engineering degree, um, actually went, uh, got my grad degree as well, worked for the basketball team while the, they helped pay for my grad degree. It was amazing, project management. Um, and then ultimately I had a decision whether I wanted to be a college basketball coach or go into engineering oh, and dang. decided to just be, uh, you know, go into the normal nine to five life and I could always get my fix with basketball through my kids or whatever later on in life. Um, and I really, I worked for a company called Clark Construction, uh, which is multi-billion dollar. They, they do huge projects. Like they built the Golden State Warriors arena and stuff like that. Um, so I was working on a hospital managing subcontractors and it was really cool. You know, we were building like a $50 million hospital here in Baltimore and I got a chance to walk around construction site and literally see a hospital be built from digging a hole in the ground to 11 floors up uh, throughout a two year span. And walking around the construction site, just seeing all these things happening. And I was like, my naive, like I was very naive to thinking how easy it was. I was like, oh, these guys are slinging up drywall. That must be easy. Plumbing doesn't look that hard. This and that. Um, Because you see these professionals that have been doing it for years or decades. Yeah. yeah. So I was just like, oh, that can't be that hard. But um, fast forward like a year into it in August of 2020, uh, my wife and I bought a house. Uh, it wasn't like a super fixer up. It wasn't like, oh my God, there's cockroaches running around and things like that. But it definitely needed some love. Uh, so, you know, us being pretty young and not being able to afford to, you know, all these expensive renovations, 
we decided to renovate our laundry room. And again, being naive, we thought we were going to tile, backsplash, shiplap, all these crazy things in like two days and a weekend and ended up taking a month. But right <laughs> from there, I had to fell in love with it. Um, and the social media part didn't even start yet. That, that came like a couple months later where friends were like, oh, this is pretty cool. You should casually post some stuff. And uh, yeah, I posted one video like February of 2021, maybe. And it went pretty viral because I was just kind of keeping it real life renovation as I like, like just very, just they, exactly like I said, DIY for dummies. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm learning on the fly. Here's the mistakes I made and just kind of kept that same narrative throughout. And it's, it's been a blessing. Yeah. So after when you started the social media, do you like kick yourself for not shooting a lot of content? of all the projects you did beforehand yeah and you know what the funny thing is we had some bits and pieces of content because originally I was like taking videos or pictures as a joke sending them a snapchats to friends like oh oh about to pour stuff self-love and concrete like keep me in your like prayers today or something funny so we have like some bits and pieces that I've tried to put together but yeah there's a lot of missed out opportunity there with some of the projects we started with oh yeah I I forget. I mean, um, I feel like a lot of people forget about like when you're posting these stuff of how much detail you have to think about just to create the post itself while you're actually thinking about doing the project. It's like oh, yeah. double the work that you're you're not expect, expected at all. Easily. And I'll get so many. Instagram's like, it's great. The community there is amazing. It's usually just like positive stuff. But TikTok, they'll come for blood, yep. um, <laughs> which is how I got my start. So again like I'm not gonna hate on it but yeah they'll be like this is all you got done in a day or this is how much you've gotten done in like the last two weeks and it's like yeah man like you gotta you know edit the videos do the voiceover make the caption and then you know if you actually care you'll respond to comments and messages and that takes up a ton of time and yeah it's a lot yeah one thing I really like looking at your social media now that how as you look at the thumbnail of the picture, like if you're just looking on your profile, you actually describe what each video is. You don't have to scroll through every single video if you're trying to find something specific, um, yeah. which is very cool. I don't, I haven't seen that before. Yeah, and I tried to to make it like a journey. Like I just finished my basement, so I did day one of finishing my basement by myself. Day two, day three, and I thought it was a a pretty cool way to go about it in fun way because I was like learning with other people. I had I like you know, novices following me and people that are kind of just interested in seeing like, oh, that looks cool. Let me follow along. But I also have like contractors and professionals that'll follow me and they'll, they'll DM me like advice all the time. And it's been an honor because mainly on TikTok, those same contractors are just like giving it to me. Like, you don't know what you're doing, blah, blah. But then on Instagram, like I'll get DMs like, hey, check out this product. I think it'll, you know, help you a lot or you should try this technique, blah, blah, blah. So it's been, it's been fun just kind of making it like a journey. Yeah. Is it hard to show in a video what you're doing? Like detail oriented? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is if you want to get detail oriented, you can, but then you're going to get way less done. Yeah. That's why so many people will do the, just the time lapse of like an hour and they'll just, you know, it'll be one still shot, which is, is fine. And that's what I kind of started doing at first, but then, you know, you lose attention if you're watching it. It's not yeah. as fun as some jump cuts to like a time lapse of five seconds. And then you jump to like a close up shot and then this and that. So yeah, there's a lot of that, a lot of that goes into just the content part. 
Yeah, that, you probably skip some stuff just because it, it could get a bit really, really, really boring and yeah. you'll lose views like crazy. And that's the thing, because you got to think about it. Like when I was doing my basement, you know, it took me like probably three or four days just to, you know, finish the drywall between mudding and taping and stuff. And it's like, how many days in my stories can I make this actually enjoyable to watch? Like, you know, one day, like I'll, I'll kind of go into the nitty gritty, be like this is the drywall mud I'm using at first, or this is the tape someone suggested. And then the next day I might, you know, try and do something funny yeah it's it's definitely a lot because attention spans are for sure getting shorter yeah so in the beginning you did you just start posting just because your friends and like family are telling you to post and then did it gradually go into this like almost tutorial type of videos yeah so so originally i, I was just kind of gonna make like video edits. i wasn't even gonna post it i was just gonna even on my own personal instagram maybe i was gonna post it but i was just gonna make edits because all of our friends would be like, whoa, like you did this. And I was just like, yeah. And they're like, how'd you do it? I was like, I don't know. I just YouTube didn't did it. So I was just going to make video edits to like share with my family and friends and be like, yeah, here's a minute of me, how I did the laundry room and just kind of like be like be a thing I was proud of. Mm -hmm. um, and then casually like just scrolling through TikTok and Instagram, I, to learn a bunch of stuff, I followed a bunch of creators. So I was like, hey, you know, if they can do it, you know, wasn't like me being cocky or anything but I was like oh I think I could you know give that a shot too you know I have some cool content I think I have differing ways to present it that it would be mm -hmm. cool and that's kind of how it evolved yeah it between Instagram and TikTok which one's your favorite for me Instagram but I also you know have a love for TikTok because TikTok's where I basically so I quit my job when I was at 150,000 followers on TikTok but only 700 on Instagram followers. Okay. Yeah, so not even a thousand followers. Um, but I had gotten some some brand deals with with TikTok and stuff, but it was still very new. Um, but like I said, TikTok, you know, they'll come for blood in the comments. Whereas Instagram, you know, you can kind of create a, a more of a community base. If that makes yeah. sense. I I have one question that uh, actually someone DM'd me and asked me, and I didn't know the answer to it because I honestly don't understand TikTok as much. I'm on it. <laughs> I just like one video went viral. And then after that, it was just like downhill from there. But someone that has a following on one form of social media and trying to grow on another one, any advice that you have for them? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is to not offer the exact same thing on both platforms. So right, if, if you're posting, for instance, I post the same re Instagram reel and TikTok, it'll be the exact same. Yeah. Um, but so like if someone found it on TikTok, why would they, if you didn't do anything different on Instagram, why would sure. they follow you and vice versa? So my original following was on TikTok and had almost nothing on Instagram. So on some of my posts of TikToks, you know, I'd mentioned like, hey, if you want to see what I'm doing actually day to day, come to Instagram and check out my stories because I can't share my day to day on TikTok. I need yeah. like, it needs to be an actual minute long type of post. But if you want to see what I'm really doing and how fast I'm doing it, come over to Instagram. Yeah, I, that makes sense because, I mean, on Instagram, you could do more. You could put videos. You could put, I, I put my Beast whole Pro Series 30 to almost an hour episodes or pictures. Yeah. You can't do that on TikTok. So that makes sense. Exactly. And then how do you get them to redirect you to, to your Instagram page or your YouTube? 
Um, honestly, I, I, it's crazy. It is a lot of it has just come from those like viral hits where then everyone mm-hmm. just comes to profile. And for a while in my inter- TikTok bio, I put like, if you want to see like daily updates, come to my Instagram, just in my bio. And then on my Instagram, I have like 200K plus followers on TikTok. So then, and then I have links of it in my link in bio. They can like easily travel back and forth. So that yeah. was kind of the way I thought about it. Smart, smart. Um, the last, you mentioned that you quit your full-time job to pursue this full-time. Most people are probably like shaking their head like that you're crazy <laughs> or they want to do the same thing. They just don't have, um, they just can't do that. They just don't have that in them to do it. What advice do you have for them with when it comes to that? Right, for me, uh, the biggest thing was it just comes down to, I guess, what you truly value for me. It was like, I really value my, at this time, before I started a family and any, everything, I was like, I don't think I would have made the decision, you know, 30 years from now, 20 years from now, I think it would have been a much tougher decision to make. Yeah. And I felt good about my engineering position. And as, I feel like I talked to my company, Clark Construction, about it, and they were very supportive. Like, it wasn't like I was just like, kind of like, screw you, I'm leaving. So I still had that ability to go back. Like, I did a good job at that company. So, I mean, obviously, I built up a following. I, at the time, like, my first three months when I quit, I think I made total $2,000 from brand deals. And that was, like, very much scary. I was like, holy crap. Yeah. And now, seven months, has it been seven months later, now um, I'm already at my full-time income and growing so just kind of bet on myself I put away like six months of of um, expenses Mm -hmm. Um, obviously I had my wife that makes it easier too she's a teacher so nothing she's not like a crazy breadwinner but like you know we had insurance and all that taken care of yeah so I felt comfortable uh, making the jump and I was I was honestly okay with failing like I was like I'd rather fail than uh, than not try at the end of the day oh yeah and so I just went for it Absolutely. You'll regret it if you didn't do it. Yeah. And everyone, you know, my friends will be like, you know, I wish I could be like ballsy like you. And I'm like, I've made every right decision in my whole life. This was the first yeah. one that I went off course. Like I was like, I went to the, a good school. I did good in school. I did all, I studied hard. I got an, an engineering degree, which is like your most stable thing you could probably do. And I was like, I made every right decision. And I was like, I think it's time for me to just, you know, just yeah. kind of step out on the plank and you know see what happens yeah that's funny you said that you um friends would say like, like they wish they could do that and stuff that's a big pet peeve of mine like people would, me being an interior designer people will come up and they're like you have my dream job i'm like well why why aren't you working at it then like why is it why don't you just make your dreams come true yeah and that's the thing for like if you wanted to be an interior designer you could totally do that as a side hustle to start Exactly. And then work away. Same thing. Like I would have been crazy if I had zero followers on TikTok and Instagram and I quit and was like, I'm going to be, I'm going to do this full time. You know, yeah. that would be actually insane. But uh, by having and building up the following almost as my side hustle, because I was doing it outside of work hours and I was, you know, building equity in my social medias. Yeah. I, you know, felt way more comfortable because I was like, okay, I have you know, proof of concept, like if something is working here, I don't know if I'll be able to make a full-time income, but at least I have something. And I, you know, just went for it. Yeah. Did you ever worry about when you started that 
I, mean, I feel like in our generation, a lot of people are starting like their own social media for something, some type of side mm -hmm. gig. And lots of the time, it doesn't work out at all. Um, yeah. Did you ever feel like people are thinking that way? Or do you still feel like people think that way towards you? You're talking about like friends and family? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's, I actually talked about it with my wife. It's like, you know, obviously you have the people that are super close, you know, that are rooting for you all the way. But then, you know, you know, the people that you probably haven't talked to in a couple of years that are, are probably watching all my stories, root, like low key rooting for the downfall and stuff. And I think it's human nature to a point, but it does kind of, it definitely is something in the back of your mind. But um, yeah, I, I feel like everyone should just go towards their happiness. So I want, even like my enemies, or I don't have enemies, but like, just be happy. And, you know, if you're in, like you said, into interior design, start it as a side hustle, yeah. you know, or do it for free. If you were like in Home Depot or Lowe's and you'd be like, hey, I want, you know, I would love to like offer you a free design or whatever and come design your house, whatever. And they don't pay you anything. All they do is pay for their own materials and the contractor. And now you have a portfolio of like, look, I designed this. Now you go to the next person, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You know? And that's the great thing with social media. You can start these side gigs and free market yourself. You don't have to like do what they did back in the day, go out to the mailbox and put flyers in or go to people's doors. Yeah. And in social media, it's like a blessing and a curse because it's almost right. like a necessity nowadays. Mm -hmm. um, and with each new platform that comes out, it's almost, you get stretched thinner and thinner. Oh, so yeah. I know, I know a ton of, um, like creators and influencers in the DIY space, you know, they had, you know, hundreds of thousands, maybe millions on Instagram and then TikTok came out and now they're like super stressed out because they're like, you know, I feel like I have to be there now too. And I, you know, it's already a lot. And then you still yeah. have YouTube and whatever else comes out next. Cause you know, that something's coming in the next few years, probably again. Oh yeah. How did you decide? To, I mean, you're only on Instagram, YouTube and TikTok, correct? Mm -hmm. How'd you, why'd you decide those three? So really it was Instagram and TikTok were the main ones. I would love to do YouTube actual. So right now I'm just doing YouTube shorts, basically my, my reels and TikToks reposted at the end of okay. the day. I really want to do actual like, you know, 15 to 20 minute videos. Like, But the problem with YouTube is you have to video horizontal. Yeah. So now I can't repurpose that. I can't use that same. I'll have to get like two phones or do two videos of me doing the exact same thing. One vertical, yeah. one horizontal. Um, and I really want to do it, but like I said, then you're, it's almost like if you're, if you're doing, if you're focused on TikTok or YouTube, now you're not focusing as much on Instagram and TikTok. Like you can't be focusing hundred percent on all of them at the same time, mm -hmm. which is frustrating. Oh yeah. I feel that same way. Cause I've never even tried to put the shorts on YouTube. I just put these episodes on YouTube, but I, you see people that put, um, their vertical videos in like repurposing them from social media and you can still do it but just it doesn't look right and it doesn't have the same feel like one one person that i look at i'm like how how does she do it lexi.diy she's you know in the same space she is like almost two million on tiktok i don't know how much on instagram maybe a hundred thousand yeah but then three hundred thousand on youtube and yeah. so she's she's posting like tiktoks reels stories actual 20 minute YouTube videos going live on TikTok, going live on YouTube. And I'm like, I don't know how you do it. I really yeah. don't. 
I talked to her like a month and a half ago or so. Um, yeah. She's on an episode of the um, podcast as well. Yeah, and oh, I, nice. I was the same way. I, I've never gotten to the live. Oh, I've gotten to one live. It wasn't mine, but uh, it almost kind of scares me. Never yeah, know what's going to happen. Exactly. I've done a couple, and they've gone well, but you just you just never know what's going to happen or, or, you know, especially in cancel culture nowadays, like you say one thing and you're, and you're done and it's just, it just freaks me out a little bit. Oh yeah. But she does a great job with all that. I don't know how she does it. Yeah, she does. Yeah. And I think um, it's just kind of, I mean, all it's nice to have how creators are all there for each other for the most part. Yeah. Um, we do have like those followers that are like trolls and they'll message you and, come in you but it's nice how at least i've found a lot of creators are very nice and they're willing to help and kind of promote you as well and i think that's i hope that continues down the road yeah i think it is it's such a new space and going it's like from the outside before you're you know you really become a creator and stuff you would see people complain of like they'll have millions of followers and they'll post a story of them complaining about something or some comment and you'd be from the outside like, oh, they need to suck it up. Like, they have everything. Like, they don't know what they're doing. But then once you start getting them and, you know, then you're like, okay, I kind of see where they're coming from. And you, you feel, start to feel the burnout if a video doesn't do as well as you thought. Yeah. Or, you know, stuff like that. And it happens quickly. Um, and I think all creators kind of feel that and, and are there to kind of, you know, hype each other up and then be there understanding. Because it, it's it's a new space and it's it's tough. Yeah. I think people often think it's influencers and creators are the same thing and they kind of associate, they already have an image of what an influencer is and they're totally two opposite um, types of things. I say that all the time. I like people, like my friends will, will joke around and they'll be like, I actually, you know, we were at, um, we were just like walking around our neighborhood the other day and, you know, someone had recognized me or whatever. And my friends were like, oh, you're like a total influencer now. It's like, I hate that word. I cringe yeah, at it. I was like, I'm a just creator, creator. Like, I don't, influencer sounds like you're trying to, I don't know, manipulate somebody or you're like, yeah. you're like and you know, yeah. you're not bringing well, substance. Yeah. The way I explain it to people is influencers are people that are influencing products or whatever their lifestyle. And we're yeah. creating um, our posts. Like, not that they're not creating and their lives are also hard too, but we're yes. creating the content for it like it's literally our job to create the content and it's it's value there it's not it's not yeah. just entertainment there's also like value absolutely you know what i mean yeah. whereas influencers it's usually just entertainment like oh this person is entertaining or this person is good looking whatever the case may be but yeah. i feel like as a content creator you're creating value on top of it yeah it's like watching a um, reality show and then watching an HGTV show <laughs> exactly 100 <laughs> well I want to end well thank you for coming on and I want to end with you telling us where everybody could follow you at on all three platforms yeah pretty much across the board it's at real life renovation one l so it's like r-e-a-l-i-f-e renovation uh it's going to be instagram tiktok and then youtube is pretty much going to be the same i'm sure if you type that in it'll come up but yeah just trying to keep it real um show the real side of the renovations not like nice video edits where i cut out my mistakes because i, th I think 
a lot of social media has become that, whether photo editing, video editing, filters. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of people can, for at least from the messages I get, feel inspired by seeing someone make a mistake. And it's not in a bad way. It's like, you know, I know when I was watching other people, I'd be like, oh, they did that so perfect. Like, I would never be able to do it, so I'll never even try. You know, whereas some people are like, I saw you mess up three times, but you figured it out and it still looks great. Now you actually inspired me to try. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's real yeah, exactly. Yeah. Awesome. So. Well, thank you so much, Alex, for coming on um, the podcast. Can't wait to get this out and um, definitely stay in touch. Yeah, I appreciate you having me here. Awesome. Have a great